Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Making of Podcast. I'm your co-host, Ashley Hovez. And I'm Brian Hovez, the sidekick. And we are here roughly two weeks yeah. after the retreat. Is that right? That is correct. So we kind of took a little bit of time to allow you to recover, <laughs> allow you to digest everything that happened before getting on here. And I think also life kind of got in the way a little bit because uh, I think we were hoping to record last weekend when it was a little bit fresher. But, you know, there was a lot of stuff going on, getting back to the kids and Thanksgiving and all. Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving happened. We hosted. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's it's, I feel like it's just go, go, go all the time. Can we can we do like just Thanksgiving and all that before we talk about retreat? I mean, I think it's always fun to get a glimpse of the Hovez household behind the scenes. Is it fun? I mean, well, okay. So we worked, uh, we worked after the retreat. So typically, I say typically as if we've done this so many times, <laughs> but the first year that we threw the retreat, it was awesome because we took a week off right after and it was a much needed break. We went on a Disney cruise with the with a lot of our family actually and it was amazing. I didn't have access to the internet and I was just able to really process the first retreat that we did and that was amazing. And then this year I have uh, two amazing docs who work for Smiling Co. But one, she lives or she's from the East or I should say her future husband is from the East Coast. So they ended up traveling back to Pennsylvania, which meant that I didn't have anybody to cover for, for Smile & Co. So I ended up working. So we worked Monday through Wednesday and that was, um, that was busy. And, and then we hosted, we hosted Thanksgiving, which I thought was only going to be a very small gathering. Brian's parents, my mom and her husband. And I did not cook. I ordered catering from Whole Foods that I picked up the night before after a long work day, went to Whole Foods, braved the wild. Like that was, that was anybody who went to a grocery store Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, you guys know, you're my people. Um, so that was insane. And I ordered food for four adults. Basically, for adults, because I know that my parents or my mom and her husband and I know that Brian's parents, they don't necessarily eat a lot of the traditional Thanksgiving food. Like we do it just because, but nobody really loves it. <laughs> and our boys eat mac and cheese and chicken nuggets. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't have a lot of food. We should have done turkey nuggets. That would have we been should have done. Do they make turkey nuggets? Probably not. That'd be, it sounds disgusting, actually. It sounds dry. dry yeah, dry yeah. turkey meat pounded together and then... Maybe fried. if it was dark meat. Turkey dark meat's not really tasty. There's not really, no. Sorry if you're a turkey dark meat, dark meat person. <laughs> um, and then what all, happened? Hold on. You also right. forgot that we were in the process of doing a little... Small oh my projects God. and remodels in the house. <laughs> yeah. So while we were trying to figure out if we were even going to host Thanksgiving, yeah. because there was, you know, while we were gone at the retreat, our house was actually taped off and there were, there was some painting it was going on. 
And so, I mean, you know, literally up until the last day, there was construction happening at our house. And thankfully, um, our amazing contractors were able to kind of get everything cleaned up and put away so that way we could actually have people over at our house uh, to begin with. And then I think we told everybody to come over around one or so. Yeah, one o'clock. And at 1230, 1230, we got a phone call. I got a phone call from my mom. Asking if it was okay if a couple more people showed up. Yeah, a couple more people as in my, I have a first cousin who lives in Ireland and her teenage daughter. So they were visiting and I said, oh, okay, let's. Yeah, we said, of course, sure, why not? And lo and behold, uh, an hour, probably an hour and a half later. Um, five, pe- five people show up. Five. Yeah. That, that, five. So a last minute <laughs> phone call um, to which, you know, we graciously tried our best to hold in our eye rolls to <laughs> turn into five adults yeah. showing up for our, for our catered four dinner person, for four. Yeah. So that was, I mean, it's never a dull moment. My mom, if if you listen to any episodes of Dental Friends with Benefits, you know that um, we put the fun in dysfunctional. <laughs> but we made it through. We made it we through. We survived. Yeah. Took a lot of really good wine. Thankfully, we were just in Sonoma. And so had a lot of really good we wine had a lot of really good to be able to, to enjoy and to help us through. And uh, we made we made it. We survived. And the Niners won. And the Niners won, of course, which is the most important thing for any Thanksgiving. Sorry, Seahawks fans. <laughs> We're gonna get hate mail from all Seattle docs. It's okay. Nobody in Seattle listens to us. <laughs> they don't have the internet up there. Oh, stop. <laughs> you know where Microsoft is born. They don't have the internet mm-hmm. in Amazon. Okay, um, but we digress. <laughs> so that was our Thanksgiving. And then we chopped down a tree the next day. <gasps> That's right. Yeah. Which was pretty fun because it's been a while, a few years since we did it. Uh, did that with the boys, and so taking the boys out into the wild, and they got a they Giving got a saw. A saw. <laughs> that was. <laughs> can I can I tell you my favorite part was we drive up there and we went to tr- a Christmas tree farm lot. So it wasn't like we we're like out in the woods crazy like we and maybe it would be fun go get some like side by sides and go through the through the hills and find your own tree and cut it down with uh, your own saw. But we went to a, a Christmas tree farm lot, Christmas tree farm, and um, we get there, we park, and literally, like three steps into the walk, into the journey, the boys were like, we found a tree. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, we're on the edge of the forest. You literally <laughs> chose the first tree. Can we at least They were walk? efficient. <laughs> we walk for like a minute before we even uh, decide that this is the tree one. They're like, no, this one. We're good. <laughs> So, so thankfully, we, we walked in probably another like 30 feet uh, until they finally decided that they found the one they wanted, which, you know, just means that they're very not picky. So uh, they must obviously get that from me and not from you. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know any time that you uh, walked in somewhere and were like, first things first, that's it. Yeah, never. Maybe our age. Um, oh. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was a good time. So we have this beautiful, I think it's 11 feet. Yeah, so it's 11 foot. A little bit, little bit taller than our downstairs ceilings. Which is, I mean, it smells wonderful. It smells like Christmas in our house. And we have not decorated yet. 
In fact, uh, as we record, it's Saturday, December 2nd, 7.30 in the morning, and our boys are not home, which is why we are able to record, but today we're going to be Christmas decorating. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, it'll be good. All right. So, so that's the, that's some backstory at the Jovez Casa. That's what we've been doing while digesting the, uh, the, the retreat in the past couple of weeks and, you know, just getting back to, to life and everything. But, you know, we, uh, we had this little retreat in Sonoma a couple of weeks ago. It was, it was kind of awesome. I mean, okay. So I guess let's just, let's just paint the scene of, of the entire week, shall we? Sure. Start off. I mean, I, I wasn't there for the actual first part of it. So you guys. Oh, you missed you missed an amazing time. So the retreat actually started with the mastermind doc. So for those who attended the retreat last year, um, part of that was um, a monthly mastermind meeting for an entire year. We would meet on Zoom and we would go over highs and lows in our practices. Um, we called it the hot seat. And we would basically take a deep dive into our practices. And um, it was amazing to be able to really share what keeps us up at night or share our wins. So those docs, so I think we had 24, 22 people fly in the day before. So we, uh, we provided the hotel which, so across the street from, no, not even across the street. It's like across in, the parking lot. In the parking lot. In the parking lot of Smiling Co. Roseville is a Hyatt place. So, um, Colin did all the, all the work and she booked everyone's reservations and we had the docs, the spouses, and we also invited DSD. So that was, that was on Monday they flew in. And on Tuesday morning, yeah, Tuesday morning. Yep. Tuesday morning, we all gathered at eight a.m. in our in our location, and I tell you what, it, there is nothing like that feeling of just seeing your your fam, like seeing your peeps all together again. And the first year was amazing, but the second year was it felt like a reunion. Yeah, and it, it, I think one of the really cool things, as somebody who was not there uh, Tuesday morning, and you know, some of us had to actually work and see patients, um, but you know, somebody who was was not there but heard about it later, hearing about everybody's response to the practice. I mean, obviously, you know, you, we just opened the office um, this past summer, and you know, you put, poured your heart and soul into designing it and kind of creating something that was. You know, what we were believing was just like, you know, next level and the next iteration of what you wanted, Smileco, and what you, you know, believe dentistry is, will be and can be. Um, and to, to see all of the responses to just being in the space, getting to, to see it, to walk it, to, to feel it. Um, that was amazing. Like mm -hmm. really hearing all of their feedback, uh, you know, and not having actually been there, right? I mean, I can't even imagine being there with everybody as they're as they're going through it but that was pretty cool to hear everybody's response like you know their 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 love uh for kind of what you did and uh, you know from my perspective kind of how you're helping to push dentistry into into the future right like you know as we've said i think we've talked about it before like walking into your practice is like walking into 
a, you know, the hottest five-star hotel that you can mm-hmm. imagine, right? Like, I mean, that's, that's what the lobby feels like or the entry feels like, right? It feels like you're walking into this amazing boutique hotel uh, that just happens to now be a dental practice. Yeah. And it's, it's weird to think that it was, that floor plan was completely butchered by a very prominent um, startup consultant. Like they basically said, this is not going to work. It's going to be awful. And uh, I did not listen because I don't do listening well. (laughs) And we built it and it's been amazing. So yes, it, we had um, a great meeting and to kick off the meeting, I mean, we, I built a, a conference room. I call it the learning center, but in, in the back of the, the office, we have a, a boardroom style room. And if you watch our Instagram stories, we have like, this really long table that can com- comfortably house 16 people. We had 22, 24. I don't, I don't even remember, but it was, amazing to see everybody gathered at the table and I have whiteboards and we basically did an in-person mastermind. I, I started with, um, with the high lows. Oh, but before I did that, um, I, I shared something with, with the mastermind groups or mastermind docs that, um, some of the decisions or maybe all of the decisions that I have made with, um, the business have been on gut, have been intuitive. And the day that I had to really make a decision whether we were going to purchase this building, because um, we had submitted our LOI and you have, what is it, 30 days to back out of the deal if you don't want to go through with it. Well, that morning of the deadline, I drove to the building and I peeked through the windows and I was really debating whether or not this was going to be the right move because Smile and Go Folsom was profitable. Um, things were good. I had a solid team. Like it's right next to my house. It's three miles away. Do we really need another building? And the feeling of, um, I don't, it, it was so strong, this, this feeling that I got when I peered into the, the built, the building, because I could envision docs staying at that hotel, the Hyatt, and then coming in to our office to meet in person. And, um, and that was, that was why, like I, I could see it, which is so weird. And, and I got emotional when I, when I, told them that because it was literally a year and a half or two years building this practice but it was now you want to pause okay um yeah so we started with high lows we went around the table we wrote words on the whiteboard like overwhelm and fear and like we really dialed in what what we wanted for our practices and I don't know. And and then we had lunch catered and we took a bus down to Sonoma. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think this is probably a good time to just uh, maybe interject a little bit about like this whole idea of a mastermind, right? I mean, I think 
you know, I know we've gotten a lot of messages through, um, you know, the, the social handles about, about the mastermind and about things like that. But I mean, really it's about just being around people that are going through the same thing that you're going through and having a group that you can, you know, trust and rely on. And that can just be honest with you, right? A place where you can be honest and where they can be honest back to kind of help you out. Um, you know, we know that a lot of times practice ownership in particular, but even just practicing dentistry, medicine, like it can feel very lonely if you're, you know, in your own practice and not around other people that are doing the same thing as you. And I think just having that community of people that, you know, you can throw up a word like overwhelm on the board and everybody nods their head and you see in their eyes that everybody understands what you're talking about. Like that's a powerful, powerful thing. Um, you know, and so if you're not, if you don't have that community and you don't have, you know, people that you can lean on and rely on, find them. Um, you know, if you're looking for a place, like reach out to us, you know, we will be setting up, uh, you know, the, the mastermind going forward and figuring out ways that we can make sure that people have that structure to feel supported and to feel like they have the ability to, you know, have those conversations in a safe space. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we got to Sonoma and the party started. <laughs> Basically. So we, um, Colin organized a um, a really cool bus to take us down to Sonoma. And we were like bumping. The, the driver had it on like club mode loud. It was so loud in there. And Janine still slept. <laughs> she Shout out to Janine. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Now we got there. And so to kick off the entire event. So now we are Tuesday night. The first event is the welcome reception. So, oh, wait, hold on. Before I, before I move on to that, I just want to shout out Colin. Because Colin, you guys know that Colin is, um, she's my right hand. And she basically, while we were meeting, she drove down, so she came to our house at six in the morning, drove my mom mobile, the, the Honda Odyssey, drove it down to Sonoma with all the boxes, all the banners, all the swag, all the things that we needed for the retreat. She went down to Sonoma at six and she set up the entire space. And, um, my first, like, when I, when I walked in the room for the first time, so we had it in like this beautiful ballroom with like beams on the ceiling and round tables. It was stunning. So, um, Colin, thank you so much for all the, the hard work that you've put in. Like, yeah, it was amazing seeing it for the first time. And, um, our, it, our weather was supposed to be super cold and rainy. And so instead of having our welcome reception under the oak tree, they moved it to the, the tent. But the tent, guys, it's like a wedding, right? Like, it was massive. It was massive. And we had drinks pouring. Yeah. And, you know, so that, this is when I actually showed up and, you know, walking into uh, the welcome retreat, um, like, like you said, I mean, it, welcome, it, reception. Welcome, welcome reception for the retreat. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, it felt like walking into a family reunion, right? I mean, like literally you just, as, as somebody new walks in the door, you just hear another round of 
Yates going up and, and, you know, people, you know, being excited to get together again and see each other. And, and, you know, just, you feel that, that love and the, and and those vibes that you, you know, it's just a a special, special feeling. I was so excited to see all the old faces, but also to welcome all the new faces. Yeah. And it it was really cool to see how fast everybody started to just immerse themselves with everyone else. Yeah. I mean, I think the, because it is such a welcoming family and such a welcoming community where, like I said, literally as people are showing up, people are getting cheered as they're entering in. <laughs> like it makes it a really easy place for people to just feel like comfortable. Yeah. Right. I mean, it, it was, it is a very special thing and I, you know, we'll, we'll get to it the responses in a little bit, but I mean, like it is a place where you can come feeling like you don't know a lot of people. And, you know, I, I, you know, I, a couple of people even said that, you know, at first it was kind of intimidating because, you know, a, there's a lot of big personalities and big personas that were, that are there, but, you know, because of the way that everybody is in this community and the way that everybody has responded to each other, it's a place that you almost instantly feel welcome. And so you get that, you know, okay, even if you're coming in a little intimidated, like once you get there and you feel it, it just feels different. Yeah. And that's pretty amazing. And so, you know, obviously we can kind of walk through step by step of like what actually there, I mean, going through the speakers, like, I mean, obviously just unbelievable, um, you know, educators that came to share, I mean, honestly, share really intimate things, right? I mean, I, I think everybody that graced the stage and was on the microphone really shared something that was something that they really haven't shared before, which is pretty amazing when you think about the, the level and the caliber of speaker and how much speaking they all do to be able to get that intimate in, in a setting um, like we had was, was, pretty, was pretty surreal. So on day one, we started off everything with Dr. Christian Coachman. And, you know, how awesome to be able to have Dr. Coachman come in, uh, literally flew in from Miami and stayed over in between his en route to, to Harvard and, you know, on, on eventually back to, to Spain. Um, but what a, what a great treat to be able to have him kind of kick off the event and really get things started for us all. And he talked about um, what it takes to build the practice of tomorrow and and one thing that he really wanted us to think about was where do we want our practice to be in five years and who do we have to become in order to get there? So, I mean, he, he pushed us, he pushed us like, how, how do you even serve your water? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, there was a lot of, of thought provoking questions that he was asking the audience and that guy is masterful at communication like it was amazing hearing him it was funny i remember you in the middle of the speeches just being like he hasn't said um Um, once once. yeah he's been speaking for 90 minutes he didn't say um once (laughs) (laughs) but but, you know he i think one of the things that was really cool and uh, interesting hearing from him and talking to his team was their take on the american dental market like, I think that was probably a very interesting um, perspective, right? I, as people who are international and work in different markets where, you know, dentistry is considered this luxury, this artistic, this uh, amazing technologically advanced brand. 
Um, and then, you know, in America, your average dental office is a place that most people don't find interesting and inspiring. Um, and obviously I think the people that listen to this podcast and the people within the group are the ones that are driving that change to help dentistry in America look a whole lot more like it does and be as inspiring and as cutting edge and as beautiful as it is in other parts of the country or country in other parts of the world. Yeah, no, it, his, his speech was incredible. And then Katie Toe brought wellness dentistry and how she has really solidified her brand in a saturated market and how she doesn't even have to really market herself to the general population because her biggest source of referrals are her referring doctors. Yeah. And, and how she's building the wellness center oh that my she's God. building. It's going to be incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah. So, um, after that, Kira talked about leadership and profitability. And, um, I mean, she had everyone engaged at one point. She had everyone standing on their feet and they were instructed to build a paper airplane and throw it across the room. And I mean, just to feel. The energy, Kira, the energy, Kira, Kira and the energy. I mean, she's, yeah. you know, anybody who's ever met her, anybody who's ever seen her speak, right? I mean, Kira's energy is unbelievable. And, you know, definitely, uh, she brought it, uh, for, for everybody. And, you know, yeah, the paper airplane thing was absolutely so hilarious. Fun. I think we have so much video on that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, uh, just absolutely hilarious. I mean, just a great way of, you know, engaging everybody and making sure that, you know, everyone gets a, a little bit of laughter in the middle of all of that learning was, was pretty special. Yep. And then to close out, to close out our first session was Dr. Kyle Stanley and his talk. I mean, he talked about mental health and all the ways that he himself had suffered burnout and, and how he found the light side of dentistry, he calls it, because there's a dark side that nobody really wants to talk about. And then there's a light side and it's finding more balance and making sure that your identity is not dentistry. You are a dentist, but it is one facet of your life. Mm. And um, man, that that talk, he, he did 90 minutes and it was powerful. Absolutely. Moving. Yeah, no, it was, it was great. I mean, like I said, I think that was one of the ones where you got a, a lot of feedback um, from people. People really got a lot out of his talk and, you know, you brought it up, right? It's not your dentistry, being a doctor, being a business owner, like it's one of the building blocks of life. It's not all of life. Yeah. Uh, making sure that we are capable and stable enough to have so many different things that are uh, a part of us that no one thing can kind of make everything come tumbling down, right? Like that's right. just such an important part of uh, understanding. Um, and so, and then, you know, day two, uh, kicked off with, uh, Josh Scott. Uh, yeah. and, and his talk was, are you okay? Yeah. And that was, I mean, talk about someone who is also a master at communication. He had everyone engaged and he talked about his journey and he talked about, um, his relationship with Joanna. Yeah. And, no, and they, they made this very special. Video. Uh, video um where they just kind of had a real real deep conversation about what it's been like for them as a couple 
working together and building together and, you know, trying to take, you know, the journey that they're on, um, which I think a lot of people in the room could really relate to, right? I mean, I just, obviously everybody was there. Most everybody was there with their significant other right. um, or somebody very close to them and special to them. And so we have a lot of people going on a journey together and to kind of hear their story of, you know, everything that they've been through, um, you know, through from ministry all the way through uh, the building of Studio 88. Um, that was really, I think, really a, a very, very special uh, thing to hear from them. And, and obviously, you guys all know how we feel about Josh and Joanna, but, like, you know, for them to be able to share what they share and kind of bring something, you know, so unique and um, so impactful was was amazing. So vulnerable. Yeah. Wow. And after them, after him, I should say, was Andy. Andy was, I mean, she is a powerhouse. And we all know and, and love the dentistry that she shares on Instagram. And it's amazing the brand that she has created for herself. But I think I was most touched by her intimate side. Yeah. Like, I mean, she, at the end, she was talking about her rock and her husband was with her. And I believe Andy said that this was the first time she had ever brought her husband. And it was also the first time he was ever invited um, to one of these events. And it was really special to have conversations with Andy and, and meet her husband and share wine and experiences. And I know I was in tears at the end of, I, yeah, it was, Andy's amazing. And, um, you know, was it me? And then we see you. <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, you, you were, you were the one that spoke next. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, some backstory. I, I obviously knew that I was going to speak. And when, when we started getting our lineup of speakers, my time kept getting cut. Like it was 60 minutes and then I kept um, inviting more speakers and we, we kept adding to our lineup of amazing, I mean, talent, right? So I said, you know what? I, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. So you, yeah, just, you, you actually tried to write yourself out of the lineup. If yeah. You, yeah. Well, I, I didn't even speak the first retreat. And, um, so my 60 minutes went down to eventually, I think Colin said I had 25 minutes. And, um, the Friday before the event, I had still had no idea what I was going to speak on. And Brian gave me some, some space. He, he had dinner with some friends and my mom watched the boys and I tried to put pen to paper and I had the worst writer's block ever. I was like, I am literally... I have no idea what I'm going to talk to a room full of 90 people. And so that was Friday and Saturday. I even tried, I didn't even tell you this, but I even tried just, um, I turned on my voice recorder on my phone mm. and I was like, okay, like, let's just do stream of consciousness. Let's like figure it out. Cause I don't have ideas and nothing like, like complete nothingness, like, oh crap. Maybe I don't need 25 minutes. Maybe I need like 60 seconds to introduce Scott. And um, the Wednesday night, 
I'm going to speak on Thursday, the Wednesday night. I had nothing prepared and um, everybody was going out drinking because, you know, that's what <laughs> that's what they do. And they had so much fun. And I said, you know, guys, I'm, I need to prepare my speech for tomorrow. So I got my laptop and I threw some slides together and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna talk. And um, I know everybody's really shocked to hear that you didn't actually prepare something and you just started talking. I just started talking. It's kind of, it's kind of the Ashley way. And I think, I mean, I pulled like pictures of where I pulled pictures of where, um, the making of started and, and how it started with meetups all across the country, wherever I had a CE. And, and then it has become a retreat. And, um, I think, I think I, I had such a hard time preparing for this because I had, I mean, okay. So imposter syndrome with me is something that I have, um, very deep rooted and, this, this is the reason why I didn't speak the first year because who am I to speak and like, what am I to speak on? And second year, I have Kyle Stanley and Andy and Christian Coachman and, and all the amazing speakers. And I was like, holy shit. Now, what am I an expert on? Like, really? Like, how am I going to communicate? How am I going to compare? Like, the successes and and so I didn't talk about that and instead I talked about my failures and then it just flowed like the words the tears and I talked about I mean what it really has been like building this this dream office and and thinking that it was going to be a certain way but behind the scenes there were so many things that i couldn't share on social media and not even share on the podcast because i didn't know who was listening and if you look at my social media i talked about um how i haven't really even posted anything that is on my feed it is something that I was tagged in by Colin or Brian and reshared and it's because so much of the backstory was heartbreaking to me and and ca caused me to lose sleep and and in that room in that room where I had just the most amazing support system. I felt like I could finally talk about that. And it's something that, um, I mean, nobody wants to talk about their failures. Nobody wants to talk about the hard stuff, the stuff that keeps us up at night. And I didn't know what, um, 
what my motive was going to be. I didn't have an objective. I didn't, I didn't want, um, anybody to feel a certain way. And I just started just to share what was on my heart and, and it, I, I couldn't get through it without crying. And then I think the, the most powerful thing for me was I look up and I see the entire room crying with me. And that was the, like Brene Brown talks about, um, I'm a big Brene Brown fan. She talks about the ability to, to sit with someone who's in a hole and not try to make it better, not try to, to have words of sympathy or compassion, but your people are, are going to be able to sit in that hole and just be with you. And that's, that's what I felt in that moment. Like I, I know I definitely went over my 25 minutes and um, it was an incredible feeling. And um, just knowing that I had a family of, of support and like people who really understood like, I had to excuse myself after I spoke. I missed um, Scott Luna. Um, I ended up going back to the room and like crying for another hour. Um, but after I had shared, I got, um, I had people talking to me about divorce and infidelity and embezzlement because it gave them permission to talk about the things that were hard for them in their own lives. Yeah, it was, you know, as, as not you, as the person, as a person who was observing, and it was absolutely amazing. Um, can I just start by saying, when you went up on stage, Colin was like, "You're gonna have, you have 25 minutes," <laughs> and you turned to us, and you're like, "No timers." <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, we, I my job, uh, part of my job over the weekend or week was to hold up the time uh, allotments for people and give them 10 minute warnings and five minute warnings. And Ash looks at me and she says, no warnings, no time limit. I'll tell you what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, you know, that's, that's what we do. Um, but man, can I, you know, obviously I, hopefully everybody who listens to this uh, understands how big of a fan of yours that I am. Um, and, you know, we've kind of talked through a lot of this stuff before, but to see you doing that live 
in front of other people, right? And like you've said as many times, you know, talking behind a microphone and us having these vulnerable conversations um, at this point uh, on the podcast is is one thing. Um, but you know, I've seen you be able to bring you know rooms and uh, uh, theaters uh, to tears before, but in that room full of that level of uh, our audience uh, to have quite literally the entire audience in tears like sure. the toughest of the tough guys <laughs> the, you know the the most sarcastic uh, and, and funny of us all like quite literally every single person in tears um just being there with you right feeling it feeling like i feel like everybody not only felt for you they felt so much love that whatever was on their heart was coming out of them while you were speaking, which was an unbelievable thing to witness, right? It was like you brought up, it was the, your vulnerability, um, to them, but then right back their vulnerability to you, right? To, to sit with you in that space. And like, like you said, people, it brought up everything that everybody's been through, right? Because running a business, being a doctor, being a significant other to somebody, being somebody who lives through life has ups and downs and there are emotions and there are things that are hard and that most of us don't want to talk about or think about. And in that moment, everybody had whatever it was that was keeping them up at night on their shoulder and in that room. And like you could feel the really right like everybody just had this release of it's okay to not be okay yeah and we're here together and with the support of everybody else we can take that next step forward and um i got text messages after because i in my speech i talked about the highlight reel and instead encourage people to be be the highlight reel, R-E-A-L. So after the, after the event wrapped, people were were talking about like, okay, this is my highlight reel. And they shared on their social media about like feeling less than or, you know, I got voice memos from a handful of attendees talking about what it's it's been like for them. And how the retreat impacted them to be able to share. Um, and just the conversations at the wineries shifted, I feel, too. Like everyone was just talking deeper than, you know, the the normal stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, was, there were no surface level conversations, yeah. right? And so just to... Just to route out our, our speaker run through um, before we get to kind of that wide angle feel and takeaways because, you know, obviously the, you know, the, what the speakers brought in, what you brought in, the emotions that were unlocked, the thoughts that were unlocked um, led to just unbelievable conversations, which is really, you know, the founder of the retreat, right? Yeah. It was how do you create the space for the relationships to flourish? Um, was a hundred percent, I think something that we're going to spend quite a bit of time on, but to, to give, uh, Scott is 
Scott, uh, Scott, gonna close this out. Yeah. And, you know, and obviously Scott's amazing. Scott closed this out last year, actually did the, the entire uh, second day session last, uh, last year. And Scott always brings, um, something amazing and, um, practical, right? I mean, I think the one thing that we can all know from Scott is that, you know, you, yes, you're going to, you can get a lot of different things from him, but he's always going to try to bring it back to like a little practicality. Um, and so, you know, that was, that was kind of what, how Scott uh, closed it out. And I think he did a, a really good job of kind of tying in what everybody had brought in and being like, okay, all of these things are a part of what we need. And like, now we need to see what we can do Monday, right? Where, where, where can, where can that first step be to be able to translate that, um, the emotions, the, the inspiration, uh, the vulnerability into action. So that way we can make sure that we have the space in our lives to mm -hmm. explore all the things that Kyle said and to have the vulnerability that you like we were talking about to to take on those challenges. I think I think it is amazing at how none of the speakers knew what any of the other speakers were really going to talk about, but they all just worked so well uh, together. It, it, it flowed. It so was like perfectly. a it was like a concerto. Like. Colin and I kept talking to each other. It's like, this almost looks like it was planned. planned. And yeah. like, we joke about it because obviously it was kind of planned, but we didn't know exactly what people were going to bring. Right. right. We didn't know exactly how they were going to go through their, their talks. And we did the best that we could to try to coordinate it. But like, it was so coordinated. It literally almost felt like, you know, we had hand drawn the course of the emotions the uh throughout the, the, themes, the events yeah. and the themes um and so it was so cool because i think as you know somebody who is there as an observer like i'm not a speaker right i'm there just learning and being inspired and everything else um it was <laughs> it was pretty magical to watch that course through um and yeah and so but like you said i mean i think a lot of this then flows into what you really wanted to build, right? That I think from the very beginning was your talk was always about like, what do you learn? Where do you learn the most at the conferences? Yeah, the speakers are, are great and you can always get something great. And by all means, I think of as far as conferences go and as far as speaker level and quality goes, I, I think that what you were able to bring together this year goes beyond what anybody could have possibly expected from any conference let alone, you know, a retreat where there's only a limited amount of time that you're yeah. giving speakers that, um, but you always wanted to recreate that after hours feel, that yeah. happy hour feel afterwards when you're at the bar with your friends uh, and the people that are acquaintances there where those relationships get built and everything gets delved into deeper. That's was kind of the entire purpose behind the retreat. Yeah. And, you know, so obviously we, try to bring the setting with some amazing wineries yeah. and some reviews mm -hmm. and some uh, beautiful wine to drink. Um, but the community makes that what it is, right? right. The, the speakers lend to the conversation by a being there and providing great inspiration while on stage, but then being there and continuing those conversations afterwards. Right. You know I mean, like, it's, you know, to have, you know, uh, Kyle, uh, there, you know, playing, uh, 
with his kid at the at the winery, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that was cornhole. But yeah, playing cornhole uh, with with his, with his kids at the winery, and you know, hanging out and and you know, all everybody just drinking wine and enjoying each other and getting to you know take selfies and have deeper conversations. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was really really special. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. So speakers with intimate conversations, community. That is what the retreat is all about. And I think the one of the highlights for me is hearing from the significant others, like people who are not in the dental industry, who have come up to me and said, this is amazing. Like we felt so welcome the entire time. And it was so unlike anything that they've ever been to. And to see their significant other light up and be inspired, but also be vulnerable with other docs who know what they're going through. That's that's the game changer. So um, if you attended this year, I am so grateful for you guys. I... Like my heart is so full and I appreciate your time because I know it was a time investment to spend an entire week outside of your practices, away from your families. And um, from what we've heard, it's it was worth it. And, and that is all that matters. And we are excited to do this again. This time we're taking it to the mountains. It's going to be our first retreat outside of California. So we're going to Vail, Colorado at the Four Seasons. And um, yeah, I before we talk about that, I, I honestly, I, I really do want to sincerely thank Brian for always being my cheerleader. He's, I mean, he's the best partner. I could have prayed for and he challenges me and he supports me no matter how crazy my ideas are when the idea of a retreat was no no sponsors like I I had this vision of bringing together docs from across the country with no idea if anybody would sponsor it if anybody would attend and no idea how to fund it And Brian said, you know what? Just put it on a credit card. Let's just do it. Let's build it. And, um, he's been, he's been my rock since 20 years. Damn. Don't make yourself so old. Hella old. (laughs) And, um, and then of course to call in, I mean, any detail that, oh gosh, the attention to detail that that girl, is able to to notice. Colin has poured her her entire heart into this, um, and there have been so many ups and downs, Colin, in Smiling Co. and building this retreat. And I am so grateful to have you sitting shotgun and helping to navigate these crazy pivots and twists and turns. And um, so the three of us manning this ship and also Judy, 
who is taking care of Smiling Co. so that we can venture off and do this on the side. Um, and I'm so grateful for my core four, my core four. Um, yeah, so four seasons, guys, next year, September 19th to the 21st in Vail, Colorado. We are um, going to have an incredible lineup, an incredible set of um, activities. Yeah, no, it'll, it'll be fun to explore another part of the country. I mean, obviously, wine country is one of our favorite places to be. Um, it will always be a part of the retreat um, as we move forward. Um, but I think it's going to be fun and interesting to be able to, you know, get new, the new challenge of uh, new places with new adventures for people, uh, new ways to be able to create experiences, life-changing experiences uh, for others. You know, and, you know, when we're thinking about those life-changing experiences, like I, I know that's a, a thing that gets said a lot, um, but I, I honestly don't know how many people go to any conference and you know, short of Tony Robbins, like, you know, or, so, or something <laughs> on that on that level, and they come away using the phrase "life changing," right? Like, you know, I'm I'm a physician, like I've never been to a medical conference and been like, "Oh my gosh, that was life changing! That was amazing!" It's like oh, I had fun. That was good. Um, move on with my life, right? But you know, to get the feedback from people, like I think that's the thing for me that's so amazing. Like for two weeks afterwards, right? People took that long to be able to fully digest the conference or the retreat and to really understand what it meant to them and for them. And the number of people that have, you know, shared and sent us messages about how life changing like something could be, like how they can actually feel like this literally spoke to the heart of their persona of their being and you know made a change made an actual change in who they are who they want to be going forward um it's pretty amazing and it's you know it's the reason why we do this it's the reason why you know i'm i do something that's so far outside of <laughs> what i do right the reason why i'm here sitting next to Ashley is yes, I support her and yes, I want everything that she wants, but it's because I can see what this is doing for people. It's amazing. Like, you know, it's, it's just unbelievable to be able to see the response and to feel the response that people have had. And so to everybody that was there, thank you for being you. Thank you for being so vulnerable. Thank you for making this everything that we could have ever dreamed it could be. Um, obviously to the speakers and the sponsors, sponsors. thank you guys so much for being a part of it. Like couldn't do this without you. We couldn't provide this type of a setting and this type of an event, this type of service to people without what you guys bring. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you haven't been, you're really missing out and you know, we're, it's, it's going to stay small whenever it's never going to get bigger than what we're doing. Yeah. Um, so if you're interested, if it's something that you watched and you started realizing like, man, I really wish I was there, please schedule early because, you know, this is, you know, we actually have a plan this year. So <laughs> we, we will sell out. We were already over halfway sold out of yeah. Yeah. Um because people knew right away that they wanted to continue being a part of it going forward. Um, and yeah, that's it. That's all I got. You got anything else for, um, to wrap I this think, up with? I think you 
hit the nail on the head. Yeah, that's the same. I'm sure for you, everything's the same. Yeah. All right. And um, yeah, that. thank you for listening, guys. And thank you for for always supporting this podcast, for being a part of the group, for being a part of the community. And hopefully we'd love for you to be a part of the retreat. So um, if you have any questions about that, to get more information, just reach out and um, have an amazing holiday. Wait, I'm sure we'll record before then. Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys.